0: Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Widdicombe. Welcome to Parenting Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be
1: a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest,
0: there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with. Margot. Can you say Rob?
1: Rob. Beckett. Beckett. Can you say Josh? And car. What? Car? No, can you say Josh?
0: Yes. Go on then, say Josh. Josh.
1: Williecombe. Okay. There we go. Hi, Robin Josh. This is my almost three year old daughter, Margot, having a go at saying your names. She's from Essex or East London? Uh, not far off. Kent. Warpington, stroke Bromley. Margot. Mar-go. Yeah, Your neck
0: of the woods. <laughs> it sounded like Rise of the Foot soldier. They live Mar-go. in
1: Dunstable, but they're originally from Warpington, stroke Bromley. Yep. We've used I your know. names as practice for some time now to help a mild speech delay. Okay. I'd say she's done all right. Love the podcast. Thank you for taking the pressure off. Having to be a perfect parent. All the best. Amy and Margo from Dunstable. Oh. base, AKA you two are shit at it. makes me feel better. Josh, how are you? I feel like, have you been busy? I'm so tired. I'm fine. I've been busy. It's that thing of, and you'll know this Rob, when you're working away, you come yeah. back and you want to parents and see your children. That's yeah, what you because, come back. Yeah. And so you just don't get a break. Because you just get back. You're either working or looking after the kids. I've got this afternoon off, Rob. Okay. And then the next time I've got off, uh, just to myself, uh, is 18 days' time. Yeah, I think you know that. That's just called being a parent. I think. I know.
0: And I think that's what you're right. I think that the issue you're having is you're assuming there will be days off, but there just aren't.
1: Well, I thought when they went back to school, Rob.
0: Do you know what I've done? I've accepted my fate now, and I've learned to relax when I'm with them. Yeah, no, Rather me too. Go, have chilling, he, out. Chill, yeah. chilling out. Chilling <laughs> <laughs> out. It's like 18 days
1: until I'm alone. T- it's not. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the call. I have two, mate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I am chilled sure out when I'm with them. It's when I'm not yeah. with them. That's right. when the the lack of chill comes in, right? Okay, but then you're
0: moaning about being, being as soon as you come I'm back. Not from moaning. Work. No, okay, I'm not moaning. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm
1: just I'm just telling you the, I'm just telling you why I'm tired. Oh, that's why you're tired. Oh, so it's not you, you're not enjoying it. You're just saying you're tired. This is the misconception about this podcast. We're not moaning about our kids. We're moaning about the fact we're really trying and it's difficult.
0: Also, as what well, you I'd say he, your your sons at a very labor intensive age. Because can, t- can I tell you what happened to me this morning, Josh? What? It was 6.30 a.m., about the time I get up, and I heard my seven-year-old from downstairs saying, don't worry, Dad, I've let the dogs out for a
1: wee. And I thought, you know what? Oh, my God. I fucking made it. I can yeah. smell the finish line. Sure, don't you give me fucking – that's parenting. You're always on, mate. Don't you fucking give me that. What are you doing this afternoon? Because last week you sent me a picture of yourself in a hammock.
0: That's because I live in Zone Six, baby. No, you it's like a lot of hammock. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not having a go at your hammock. No, I'm just saying, like, whether, move out, baby. A bit more space, chill out. Rob, it wouldn't help. <laughs> I'm working. Apparently, I need more have space gone. for your, your son to run My gone, issue for isn't
1: that I haven't got room for a hammock <laughs> <laughs> until 18 days you
0: time. You can afford a bigger garden. You just—it's not about
1: in. the hammock. You can
0: you can choose to be a bus journey away from a tube where you are. In the in the hubbub of, of, of a cosmopolitan city,
1: I'm not talking about where I live, Rob. That's neither here nor there. That was the reference to your ability to source a hammock. I'd finished work and come home. Lou was Lou took the girl somewhere
0: that didn't involve me, and I come home and she was just gone. So I was a uh, I was just laying in a hammock
1: and just thought this is living. Yeah, I know. Fair play. What well, it is? The reason is I've done summer holiday. Yes. Yeah, which I'd say was. 50 percent success yes and then we've gone straight from summer holiday to the one month of the year which is absolutely obscene for the amount of work i'm doing right okay so is that, this is a
0: peak period so this is actually podcast gold we're, we're heading into now yeah. this is yeah this is this is a real this is a real test of your new mental attitude
1: the way you're dealing with stress and workload well the, the problem is you can you can kind of in our job go i'm just going to cut down on work i'm just mm. going to do these things to But things get scheduled so that you have group you're either do you know what I mean yeah filming you can't go excuse me channel 4 can you change your TV schedule because I want to look after my mental health a little bit so I'm only going to do 20 hours a week it comes yep. in groups do you know what I mean yeah that, that's the way the work comes in so when does it come down for you because
0: we're doing a big thing in October, October no but that's alright that's okay so it's September's the busy time September's the busy time see I don't know if this is the beginning of a new career for me or the end of my career Josh but we, uh, we're, doing, we're doing a show and I've got 2 week I'm going I've got I've got 2 weeks off in the middle. Yeah. And um I just booked that off ages ago for some yeah. family stuff and just booked 2 weeks off and the uh, the uh TV people said um so in that time because it's right in the middle of the whole filming schedule yeah. but in that time if we send you emails will you be able to read them and report back and I just went no. <laughs> no yeah, but like if we sent you I was like no. Nah. And I was like cause I've got I've got to protect that time or I will go mad but that now the proof will be in the pudding. If I just I'm not invited back. <laughs> <laughs> so in about six months I'll be able to let you know if this new approach to works a good idea. Yeah, or it really does impact the financials. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm prioritising my mental health, but I'm also um, not prioritising income. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that you know, but I'll let you know I get on. But that's my new. Okay, new I'll approach. let you know. Yeah, I'll let you know. Um, but you you're, you're all right though apart from that you've just been busy Josh.
1: Yeah, it's been fine uh back at school etc which was it was I was sad cause I was away filming for the first day and that felt really I, I didn't like that at all. Well yeah, well, that it, felt- it wasn't her first
0: it was her, she's already she's done her first year. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah, I don't think you can miss the first reception but yeah I was like that I I was supposed to be working. Well I was working but I just went in half an hour late so I could take him in because I, I just sort of forgot that was the day. But yeah, it does yeah. feel like oh you should take him in but they're only like year one and year three now. So it doesn't really yeah. matter. But it
1: does feel a bit like it would be nice to take them in. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's weird, isn't it? Because you feel like it's a big th- Like I haven't met a new teacher yet properly. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of, you feel a bit like you're like, oh, God, am I a bad
0: dad? Well, they Do Do they do like cur- curriculum evenings where they invite you in and they sort of oh, no, tell I'm, you I'm what- dropping off tomorrow. I'm fine. No, no, no! But they do a thing, right? Where it's like a curriculum evening, where they basically invite you in and go, right. This is what we're going to teach kids this year, basically. All and right, it's right, like, a little, right. and it's a chance for the parents to meet each other and stuff like that. I just said to Lou, I'm not expecting you to go, but I'm not going. <laughs> so I don't want to put any pressure on you like you have to, as if you. Like, well, you did know, you whatever. use the
1: words protecting my mental health again? <laughs>
0: Look, well, guys, I am just protecting my mental health. I, uh, yep, lovely. Yep, the <laughs> wedding invite looks great, but I'm protecting. Yeah, I, of course, I love your child. Want to be at the christening? I'm just protecting my and uh, my mental health's better if I don't go to your kid's fucking christening and I sit and watch football all day. Okay, so why don't you shove that up the fucking chapel? Because <laughs> I'm <laughs> protecting, protecting my mental health. Okay, so why don't you back off? <laughs> Where's the line between
1: protecting your mental health and doing whatever you want all the time and being quite rude? I know, yeah, there's there, gotta be. There's gotta be a point at which you go. Can yeah, you take yeah. the bins out. I'm so sorry, but I'm protecting my mental health from that world smell. <laughs> and my
0: men's, my brain doesn't like bad smells. No, no, <laughs> so exactly.
1: We've got to look after
0: Numero at the moment because once I'm happy, everyone else is happy. That's the way I look at it. Um, but yeah, there is a bit of a balance. <laughs> In conclusion, yeah, in conclusion, you can't push it too far. In conclusion, me and Lou have had a conversation where she thinks I might be turned into a sociopath. But <laughs> I just think that's just a, a young guy protecting his mental health. That's all. So is Lou Gowick Uh Yes, me, really? but she's interested in that kind of thing and she likes meeting up with all the parents and stuff. And she was a teacher, so that is a bit more her yeah. wheelhouse. You'll be at home in full protection mode. No, I'm going to get the... Well, in the this, mental health house <laughs> man suit. Kids, um, I, if I cook you dinner tonight, it will have an impact. On my mental health, so if you could <laughs> just have another bowl of cereal, thank you very much.
1: I uh, do write in if you've um, used the excuse protecting my mental health for the <laughs> <What> <laughs> events event we got out of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I mean, that's
0: a great one. When have you used that the mental health card to get out something you just didn't want to go to? That made me yeah. laugh the other day. The kids, my kids went to me... Uh, Dad, some of them said me like, why, well, Daddy, why do they want to have a photo of you? Because they're, they're noticing the photos a lot yeah. now when we're about Why do I want have photos of you? I went, oh, because I do shows. And they went, oh, do you find it annoying? I went, well, no, not really. No, it's, you know, it's nice when people are nice. If they're a bit rude, it's not that nice. And I said, but when I'm with you, I prefer to be chatting to you, not chatting to other people. So, you know, I don't, you're at school yeah. a lot and stuff. And they went, why do they do it? I went, oh, because they see my shows. And then my daughter went, well, if you don't like it, stop doing the shows. I was like, yeah, fair point, actually. it." <laughs> Let me talk you through economics. <laughs> okay, we had this chat on holiday, and I went, let me sit you down and give you some fucking home
2: truths.
0: <laughs> um, the other thing, I think my, my daughter said to me the other day, you know they come out and whisper things in your ear sometimes? Mm. Do your kids ever do that, like at the fuck part yeah. of a game? Or whatever? She ran up to me, and I was sat on the sofa, and she just whispered in my ear, you're so weak. <laughs> and it was awful. <laughs> It actually felt like you know like the bad voice in your head. It was like that came alive and it was my own chaga. You're so, what a thing to say into someone's ear. You're so weak. What was it fro- Do you know why she said it? No, I was just sat down having a drink, but I don't know I don't know why I don't know if she's heard it on something or whatever, yeah. or it's a weird thing to or say. Maybe here. you are weak.
1: Well, no, don't start getting in my head maybe now. Maybe that is maybe she was just kind of looked at you and thought, he's a weak man. <laughs> It's a pathetic. A I tell you what. I tell you win what. Win,
0: what I well, I say I. My neighbour helped me. Made. I, I sort of watched him do it. This is pathetic. This is already pathetic. Well, this well, is well, fucking no, lame. I, I had a wasp's nest in my house in the room. In your house. Well, in, I mean, out basically out. Don't it, okay, get that in the zone we, too. It was It wasn't in the house. It was like. On the roof, it was going through a little, yeah, on the house, on the cracks. So none, yeah. none of the wasps were in the house, but they were in like under the guttering and stuff like that, in a little hole they were going through. And you could see them buzzing around. There's always like 10 wasps around this yeah. little hole. And then um, I rung up, rang up rent a kill, right? Guess how much for someone to come around and, and spray. Basically, they spray a bit of killer stuff to go on the wasps and it kills them. I wouldn't one. even know how. I wouldn't even know where to start with that. A couple of hundred beans? Well, yeah, a couple, I, I thought maybe tops 200 quid. £350 plus VAT. You pay up front, and if they come round your house and they can't reach it, it's a 100 quid call-out. Oh, that's annoying. Come on, mate. And I went, you know what? I think that's a little bit overpriced. No, thank you. And I put the phone down, and I just thought to myself, I've got no idea I'll get rid of this wassers now. Yeah, I, I've, of course. Got, I've got, I've got They've nothing. They've got you over a barrel, really. Exactly. So anyway, I was driving back, and... um. I literally saw my neighbour with a massive pole with a little like lance thing on the end uh, and a big pump thing. I went, What's that, mate? He went, Oh, there's wasps around the back. I'm just getting rid of it. I went, Oh my gosh. Hold on. What's...? Went, yeah, yeah. I'll get him now and again. And then they charge a fortune. But all it is, they spray this in it. I found out what they used. So me and him, pump, 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 done a wasps nest. Blimey, did it work? Yeah. I mean, what I say, we, I held the ladder as he climbed up onto a yeah, wall yeah. and then he pumped it. And has it gone? Yeah. Wow. Um, Josh, I've spoken for too long. Should we bring on a guest? Richard Osman, the main event, Josh. Big guy. Big dog. He's here. We've wanted him for ages. Yeah, we've wanted him for ages. He refused to do it online because he doesn't have a laptop, apparently, but he's written about 15 books. And we got him in Soho in a studio, and we spoke to him. What a great guy. Camera's off. Mic's on. Oh, his book's out. Mano to Mano to Mano. Yeah. Recorded by Mano. But it's quite man-heavy, actually, but that was an accident. That's just sort of the way it's fallen. Um, Here's Richard Osman. (laughs)
1: Hello, Richard Osman. Hello, Josh Riddicombe. How are you? I'm very good. How are uh, who you? who is this gentleman? Hi, Rob here. I'm Josh's
0: assistant. Oh, I take notes. Work experience. Pretty much. Yeah, lovely. We're doing it in person, Richard, which is exciting. It's much more fun doing it in person, yeah. I think. I don't know. Because I find it weird. I, I find He
2: like doesn't like being in the room with us, Josh. No, no I, I, know.
0: I love being in the room with you. But for a podcast... Tell I... your face, mate. I <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a face for you, no, but I think sometimes, not in person, yeah. I don't even like the camera on really, yeah, yeah, I'm experiencing what the person's saying the same way as the listener. So if you listen to this as a yeah. punter, just as a general listener, yeah. you don't see each other's faces and what they're doing. Well, do you want to close yeah. your eyes? Yeah, do, that. do you want to just close your
2: eyes yeah, yeah okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how's that for you though because i'm just oh. sat with my eyes shut <laughs> that's my mum warned me about this <laughs> <laughs> a basement in soho
2: just slip this mask
0: on Rob, <laughs> would you yeah and just pop my trousers down <laughs> richard okay God. but we're very excited to have you yeah, yeah i wanted to, to have it.
1: you on the uh, podcast for years Really? I didn't yeah. know what you should have
0: done, I should have asked. We did, but you said in person it was locked Oh, okay. At one point yeah. I messaged you and you said
2: you didn't have a laptop, which I just thought was fucking mental. Do you, and have... you said I didn't have a laptop with the internet on or something. No, I think I don't like doing podcasts at home, so I'd always say, oh, I don't have the tech.
0: Yeah, I uh, no, but that's heck, weirder than just, just say, I don't like.
2: Th- if you said, I don't like doing podcasts at home. No, but people take offence then because they go, I because, don't. No, but people go, Yeah, but ours, though, ours is quite a fun one. <laughs> you know? oh, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <good>. We? <laughs> no. Or they'll say, All we need you to do is think of 14 things. You have to think of. Oh, you
0: know, yeah. What's your guilty pleasure?
2: Nothing. Yeah. You shouldn't be judged on what you like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that's what uh, kills What's the your loot? perfect Sunday? <laughs> oh, not, gonna, this. not thinking of this stuff.
0: I'm a zero prep guy. That's my dream. Are you the
2: same? Yeah, I am really. Usually, the first thing I say is going to be the best thing you're going to get out of me. By and large, the more prep I do. So
1: you're a briefing call guy when you do a panel show. Yeah, last leg or something. If they call you up and briefing
2: call you, you. I'm I'm all right. Do you refuse it? No, I don't refuse it. Of course not. It's always good to talk to people. And And it's calms the producers down. Do you know what? Mm. That's always the thing. Producers. You know the thing when... Bloody producers, eh? Now you're on the other side. I always remember when... Yeah, honestly, (laughs) what is their problem? (laughs) I always remember whenever a young comic starts getting big, and you boys both went through this, you'll get booked on shows. One of the big things is they send you a car. Yeah, yeah. And every young comic is like, oh my God, I've made it. Like they sent me a car because I'm pretty big time now. And the truth is a producer doesn't send you a car because you're big time. A producer sends you a car because they need to know where you are. It's a <laughs> yeah. of oh. like having a bug, because they don't trust you. They know you're an idiot. They tell you to turn up to the studio two hours early yeah. because they know you're going to be two hours early. late. Yeah. And they need to know that you're in a car and the person who's driving that car can ring them. Yeah. That's all they need. And
1: also they know when you've been picked up and yeah. a bit of a backstage from the last leg. For years, Alex Brooker didn't know that. So, he was giving his excuses for being late. No. Not knowing... That the cab driver said he's only got in... They had a record of when he was oh, getting oh in the God, car. God. It's like, sorry, it's the car that? didn't show up. Sorry, yeah. guys, the car was late. And they're like... Oh. Alex, he should know by now, shouldn't he? He does know by now. Well, he certainly yeah.
2: knows now. He certainly knows yeah, now. That's yeah. for sure. Right, he doesn't listen. Uh, he's very good, Alex Brooker, isn't he? He's oh, very he's great. He's right. my favourite on that show. Yeah, I mean, because you need one comedian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Otherwise, it's just two journalists.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and the, third, the he I melds view. it together. Yeah, like you because Adam's whole, like quite a tough job live show. Yeah, yeah. Holding it together, the job. script it is like that. Then you've got the sort of news anchor person, what you do, and then funnies
2: with Brooker. I was watching one the other night. Was that Mel B was on? Yeah. It was a new record for... You can always tell when Alex has got a joke, right? So I'm going to say something <laughs> Alex will go, It's like... Um, but Melby B, who's not used to working with comics, maybe, she talked so much, I think he did six. Oh, it's like when... <laughs> <laughs> But God bless him, he's still got it out. <laughs> say on well, about come on, Mel! I was really counting, I was like, what's Brooker got here? Yeah. He's got something about the thing that Adam said about two and a half yeah. minutes ago now.
1: And it must be good, because it's yeah. such a big gap now. Yeah. <laughs> Poor old Melby. I'd say you and Alex Brooker fall into the same pool, which is people that you book. Not as comedians, but they're as good as comedians. Yes. So you'd book them on A League of Their Own or
2: yeah. Last Leg or something. I've always been lucky like that because, by and large, when people watch you on things, if you boys are on something they go, go on then, make me laugh yeah, because yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's your yeah. job. Whereas with me, they're like, oh, why is it this? the guy from Pointless is on this show. Yeah. So as soon as you do a joke, they're like, oh, my God, this guy... <laughs> Right. Yeah. You've seen the guy he doesn't do jokes, yeah. he just did a joke. Yeah. I bet John Grisham's not this funny. Yeah. So it's like yeah, all I have to be is funnier than John Grisham, whereas you have to be funnier than Steve Martin. Know, it's hard, <laughs> isn't it? Hardest job in the world, Rob, isn't it? Toughest job in the world, that, job no. in oh, the doctor world. actually, both nurses and doctors uh, are yeah. like
0: bloody yeah, up. The yeah. no,
2: comedian, then doctor, then novelist. Well that's what I think.
0: So you are an author now. Yes, that's I am. officially a really successful one. Most, there's probably a stat backing up as most successful
2: one ever or something. But yeah, yeah well, the like more it, so. than Donaldson? Excuse me? Who? More than Julia, Julia Donaldson. Donaldson? Julia Donaldson has a... She's got a long back catalogue. Great Donaldson. answer. a yeah, great answer. So okay. she sells, okay. you but know... Pa- pound for she's, pound. She's still selling Gruffalos. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: <laughs> no, you not know, she personally. Wrote, she
2: wrote that a long time ago. It's done. Yeah. It's done yeah. like years ago. And like every week, just the money just keeps running in for Donaldson. And the guy who did the pictures...
1: I mean, Axel Schaeffler I, I do think yeah.
2: that Donaldson like obviously oh, she wrote The Graffalo, but yeah. who drew The Graffalo? Yeah. Axel Scheffler. I know well, but they he still 50 doesn't 50 get 50 enough it. respect they I think not really know 50 his 50 name yet. He gets they the
0: 50 it 50-50 it yeah
2: Fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, oh, that's yeah. What, I was going to call him the drawer. Right not book. drawers. Like, no, no. Illustrators, illustrate. Illustrator. I shouldn't be the vocab man in the room. Yeah, Scheffler is. Oh, he's raking it in. Don't you worry about right. Scheffler. Oh, Scheffler's. Oh yeah. If you went to Scheffler's house, would you'd take you a long and time Donaldson to find the And Donaldson
1: lives in quite a small house. No, she doesn't. She does. No. Isn't that one of how her how books? Do
2: you know? <laughs> because uh, <laughs> Donaldson lives There's in a cow very in there? small <laughs> house. She opens the door. Move. She opens the window. Well, that's true. What's that book? What, Domson's, but room on the broom?
0: No, not that one. There's one about a house where there's not enough room in the r- room or something. Is there?
2: Was it not okay. just an email to her estate agent? <laughs> she does live in a small house somewhere. No way. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's talk about your empire, man. Mm-hmm. What
0: you got? We've that's got a place in of your business <laughs> <door>. <laughs> We got locked. You are
2: fucking loaded. No, it, listen, yeah. honestly. Listen, we're on a parenting podcast. My <laughs> left home. I don't need the space anymore. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Okay. And that's a producer. Oh, exactly. That's a fair no no, way. No, 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 What is this? Someone trying to get
0: evasive about how big their house is. That's <laughs> what that is. You don't give a fuck about this show. You listen, just want to flog your new book. What's it called?
2: Last Devil to Die. Last September Devil's the 14th. September so the 14th. The fourth 14th. in the series. The fourth in the Thursday Murder Club series. People seem to be loving it, which yeah. is lovely. You've got two kids. I do, yeah. How old yeah. are they? they? are 25 and 23, just going to 23. How
1: often do you hear from a 25 and a 23-year-old? I mean, <laughs> I would
2: say enough. <laughs> no, it's interesting that because sometimes you think, oh, I haven't heard from them in a little while. Is that bad parenting on my part? Is it bad children on their part? And then I think back to when I was 25, how often I talked to my mum. Yeah, like yeah. Maybe like once a month. Yeah. Because yeah. we didn't have She's email back in those days. Yeah. And I just thought and that seemed to work out all right. I still love her. She still loves me. Yeah, yeah. You know, It's okay. So I you have to slightly go, Oh, it's okay that there'll be a few days go by and you haven't spoken to them yeah. or, or messaged yeah, yeah. them. But yeah, no, I hear from them a lot, which is lovely, I and mean, one of them's just around the corner from us, which is good. But no, it's honestly, it's great. I love that they're out there in the world. I love that they're self funding. They're not like looking at the book charts going that yeah, come on, mate. Come on, come on mate. Do us come a favour. You're saying what Julia Donaldson's kids are driving around? <laughs> yeah. I say, yeah, you've seen the house she lives in, though. Come on, come on mate. No, it's great. You know, I did your live show and the one thing I felt I could pass along to that audience, because they look nagged. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, listen, they were making noise, but a lot of it was sort of, you know, what? Huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a tough gig because
0: everyone in that room wants to go to bed. Oh, they're steeped (laughs) down.
2: I tell you, Manford is the only person I've seen start his show with just so you know, we'll be done by nine forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? And he's right to do it because yeah. TV shows you always know when they're finished. Yes, but yeah. you go and see live shows like theatre sometimes. Oh, You have I to look it. it up and just go three hours. <laughs> oh my God! That's
1: why I've never go to Bruce Springsteen. Oh no, I never would.
2: No, no, no. I never would. No, thank
1: you. It's too long. Yeah. Do 45
0: minutes. Oh, and we'd love it, wouldn't we? If we did for... I'd oh. never go over 10pm with my shows, my tour oh. shows. It's too much. You start at 9.30, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter to 10 sometimes. <laughs> <or> any, like,
2: <laughs> 15 minutes of gold, everyone go? Yeah. go. That's why I love Edinburgh, because it's an hour. And oh, And that's yeah. about the amount of time you should watch someone. Yes, I agree. I think. Maybe, you know, a little interval or something. But, yeah, where do we get onto this? You were talking to the crowd. Obviously, they had younger kids, a lot of the
0: audience. Yes, 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 live. Yes, yes. But, yeah, some it, of it, your it.
2: advice was quite Yeah, no, I, I, I was saying that... Because that, it's hard with yeah. young kids. And it really is hard. So, yeah. know, people that are feeling bad about themselves really don't. There's very few harder things psychologically, emotionally, and just physically mm. than bringing up kids, especially if you've got a few of them or if you're doing it by yourself. But people always say, never ends, though. Honestly, it never ends. Once you've got them, that's it forever. It's just listen it changes, but it's always as hard. And that's absolute bullshit. <laughs> it gets so much easier. Oh, at pretty much every turn. You know, know. when you get school it gets a bit easier, but then you've got, oh I've got to do nativity plays and Yeah. It's, it's a bit always, of admin and there's swimming picking up and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, as soon as they're old and they just hang out with their mates and you're like But oh, even school is easy. Yeah, like you're
1: going All right, so I've gotta do a school run and then I'm up against it and then maybe I'll have to work this evening. But then when they go to sleep tonight, they're asleep.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, Why do they wake up every two hours? Yeah, like that is so are going tough. at the moment exactly. with babies.
2: Because it gets to the point where your kids start waking up at midday yeah. because they're teenagers, or yeah. they get up at like 2pm. And there's a certain type of parent, of course, who's like, no, no, we must wake them up because we've got to go hiking. But if you're not that sort of parent, and I am not... <laughs> uh, <laughs> You look at your watch, you go, it's 2pm, I've watched the Saturday lunchtime football oh, already, dream already and he's not even awake yeah, yet. You it's know, great. It oh, makes oh, me feel better about myself yeah. if someone's still asleep. Like, I'm like, right, I'm getting stuff done. Yeah, and also you're the protector of the house. Yeah. You know, people <laughs> are sleeping upstairs, if someone were to burst in, you're there. Yeah, unless it's a really good bit of football. Oh yeah, then it's sorry, he's upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> um, But yeah, and then they leave. And of course, it's that has some sadnesses to it. But also, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to think of one. Uh, but. Do you, still you love cry them. when you they, drop them at uni? They still love you. That's a very, very good question. Yeah, uni is an interesting one because that's the first time you... Mm. It's like a soft launch. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like when a restaurant has a soft launch yeah. and, and uh, <laughs> it's cheaper. Yeah. You sort of get to get over some of that stuff. But when they're at uni and then you remember you at uni or starting your first job and you think that's life. They're finding life. They're enjoying life. They're meeting yeah. people. They're doing interesting things. And learning. You
0: can only learn from doing it yourself.
2: Yeah, making mistakes Because exactly. you
0: think, don't do that or where that will go there. That's not... But they have to learn themselves. The I mean, way. if you're
2: a parent who micromanages, then I guess it would be an issue. But you mustn't micromanage kids because they're going to end up doing the thing that they want to do. I have quite a laid back attitude to kids and like with screen time and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. like I've, I've taken want. this with me since we did I the live you, that's show. I yeah. well, like people go, oh, honestly, they're on their iPads all day or they're looking, you think, good. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. The money that's been spent on entertainment for those kids yeah. and everything on the internet, <laughs> the entire knowledge of the entire world is there. When I grew up, we had three TV channels and that was brilliant yeah you know, yeah. but they got everything of course let kids watch stuff I grew up watching telly and that's what my job was in the end so long as they're actively watching so long as yeah. they're interested so as yeah. long as they're asking
0: questions yeah, you don't put like the child in a like high chair with the telly on and it can't you know like, when they're older yeah, yeah, and they, exactly. they actively can choose it yeah
2: yeah, if um, they want to watch Pepper Pig great I mean, yeah. what a great thing to watch it seems fun Sandra Armstrong does one of the voices doesn't they? Oh, he of <laughs> course he does of course he <laughs> does <laughs> he'll go hiking yeah. get up yeah. kids he no, wouldn't go <laughs> hiking doesn't he go well, if he goes hiking it would be for a Channel 5 documentary <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. he did not go hiking without getting paid for hiking yeah. monetising hobbies that's yeah, what exactly. I was like... there's never an addition of, when we used to film Pointless he would always have to wish about 100 kids happy birthday in the daddy dog voice oh, someone really? was going oh. I'm really sorry I couldn't possibly impose and you know they were going to ask him to do daddy dog oh, no. and he loves it he turns it on does it? Oh, daddy dog from Peppa
1: Pig yeah because he also does Hey Dougie
2: yes he does Hey Dougie as well but dog yeah. from Peppa Pig he gets that more Oh, I don't know. He does. Hey, Dougie. I'd listen. It's, it's, yeah, it's after, just a voice. It's after my time. It's I was, a dog voice. I was Teletubbies and Tweenies when my kids were. Well, the Teletubbies had kids. You say the Teletubbies had kids? Are yeah. you asking? Yeah, they have. No, they haven't. So in the news, it's still on telly. That's what was in their tummy.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> What's so the oh, so little tummy? Yeah, still, so the ones no. that we used
2: to watch. Yeah,
0: Po, La La. Yeah, I've got Thinking little ones. Wow. In the house, in the weird little mound oh, house. you kidding me? Of oh, my life, yeah. Like little babies, what are <laughs> yeah, they called? they well cute. What are they called? I don't know.
2: I've not been watching it. <laughs> if your parents had called you Tinky Winky, what would you call your kids? That's the question, isn't it? Oh. Because it yeah. can't be fun going Tinky through Winky life called Tinky Winky.
0: What are the Teletubbies babies called? Here we go. The Tiddly Tubbies. Oh, yeah. It's like from Baby Juniors, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, so one's called Frankie Bridge. One's called Una, <laughs> Una Healy. Yeah. <laughs> they're
2: all married to footballers. <laughs>
0: So the Tiddly Tubbies okay. are baby Teletubbies appearing in the revival series. Their names are Mimi, Dada, Ba, Ping, Ruru, Nin, Duggledy and Umbi
2: Pumbi. That's <laughs> a lot of kids. Do we know who were the parents who impregnated them? Wow. Yeah. Well, I okay. suppose they
1: might breed in a different way because they're I tel- so. Teletubbies. Yeah. Teletubbies,
0: maybe, yeah. I mean, looking back, they should have done them as kids to start with. They're way cuter. They're way yeah, best. that is cuter.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that is nice. So would you ever? I mean, you're. A, would I ever have sex with, sex with a Teletubby? Would you ever have Josh. sex with a Teletubby? Come on, man. <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast. There are well, podcasts like that. I, would I be think that. I've come closest to
0: having sex with a Teletubby. Oh really? Yeah, because when me and Lou started dating, Lou went to a fancy dress party as a hubby. No. And then came back to mine that night. Oh but wow! But the uniform came off. But you didn't. I didn't tell you, keep the end. Didn't head have on. sex till you got married. Oh yeah, of course as well. Yeah. But the green one. What was the green one? Dipsy. Yeah.
1: Would yeah. you ever successful TV producer, Dipsy, successful writer? Would you ever go into children's television or writing?
2: No, I don't think that I would. You get an awful lot of people go, I just used to tell this story to my kid. And I just thought you know, <laughs> it's absolute nonsense Is well. Yeah. Either, either A, it's a lie, which is fine, yeah. because yeah. You, you've yeah. got to sell books. Or B, if you're any sort of performer, the second you start saying to your kid, there was a land far away. The Noggin' Nogs and the Biggin' Bigs were fighting <laughs> each other. They know from second one, they think, there's something in this. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, the kids go, but Daddy, what happened is, no, like, shh, 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 shh. I'm, writing, I'm just writing this down. You bought them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you literally fix in their agent as they're kind of going, and the Noggin' Nogs were so afraid because the Custard Monster was coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Custard yeah, Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just Google Custard monsters to see if there's one already, because I've got a great idea. Exactly, yeah. No, I, do, I don't think that's for me. No. You know, I don't think so. Listen, one day I might do, but... Do your kids, have they read your books? One of them has, one of them hasn't. One of them never will, because he has no interest in ever reading any book ever, unless it's like a guide to Legend of Zelda. The other one has read them, so that's nice. It keeps me grounded. Yeah. yeah. She hates them. <laughs> no. But she's read them. Did you
1: give them the books with a lovely
2: message in the... Yeah, the first one is dedicated to them. Nice. It's nice to the two of them. They always I get a you in think... the back it has to be but
0: what does it mean really yeah basically it's worse if you don't yeah yeah but if of you do it's sort of like well, yeah that stands i mean what well, i did it in our books you sort of just have to yeah well i'm on book 4 now and you yeah.
2: quickly run out of people
0: well we're sat here <laughs> That's what the- about to the loyal <laughs> reader
2: to so you, the loyal reader. reader. Oh, that's cool. Can you imagine? I mean, literally, people hooting yeah. uh. before they'd even decide <laughs> to read it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they go, you know what? Don't dedicate yeah. it to me. Let's give me some of the royalties. <laughs> this book's dedicated to your ex girlfriend. <laughs> Excellent. Lovely. Did you
1: ever consider doing the voice for the audiobook?
2: Oh, my God, no. My book's the sort of main narrator is an 80 year old woman yeah i'm not sure i have the range did you try the voice of course not because leslie manville said yes yeah. to oh, right. do it, and leslie manville was yeah. one of the greatest oh, yeah. actors ever yeah but yeah. did you think yeah, maybe and, and, and now fiona shaw my... does it yeah no of course i mean well i'll tell you what no, but you're not at home did you not
0: when they're messaging about it Did you think i could probably give it a go no it feels <laughs> they to offer me it like to you?
2: no <laughs> well, listen, you practice the voice didn't you? if i had insisted yeah. <laughs> they probably would have had to say yes yeah but you know whenever authors say yeah i'm doing my audio but you think Get Why would it, yeah. you do that? That must take so long. Oh, it's, it's like it's reading a book, oh, but out loud. Yeah, and they're really, really long in like a tiny studio somewhere, and you've got to do all the accents, and like, <laughs> but also, you that exactly, <laughs> like that Caribbean character. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. <laughs> you know what? It was okay to write, but not to read. <laughs> And also, you got to read your stuff. And at that point, it's done. You can't yeah. change anything. So, you'd like, you do a sentence where you go, "Oh, that's clumsy." Oh, yeah. You can't, oh, yeah, you can't yeah. do. It. So, I cannot understand that. Given that they will employ someone to do it for you. Yep. Yes. Did you pop your head in? Literally, Fiona Shaw has just finished doing the fourth one, and I'm filming something with her tomorrow. Little, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. A little yeah. extra, and we're recording a little audio thing for the end of the book as well. And she's great, and she rings up and goes, I have a question about this. I like, just oh, this is lovely. Oh, no! takes it very seriously, and she does yeah. it brilliantly. Yeah, you don't need me going, it was a sunny day. <laughs> Come on.
1: Did your children, because your children would have been early teenagers when you came on TV
2: they were a little bit younger than that so I started on TV probably 2010 something like that so they were kind of 10 and 12 yeah so not many miles off that
1: if people don't know you were I've never heard this from you actually okay the story of pointless is that you sat into the run-through yes and they were going to get someone else to do it, yeah, and then right. the people said, no, get this
2: guy. As you know, like quizzes and things like that, mm. you can't set them off a bit of paper because you start explaining mm. the rules yeah. to any quiz and immediately it sounds incomprehensible. Yeah. Like, if you just yeah. start explaining the weakest link, yeah. like yeah. within two seconds everyone goes, I'm not listening. Apart from Ramesh, who goes, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what? Nice to see him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You think Robbie's? Well, uh, yeah, lovely, I think know. maybe he could take his foot off the pedal on some of the shows that I'm not on. <laughs> <laughs> but if anything that affects yeah. me financially, yeah. he should carry
2: on. He does do a lot, though. He's sort of got a touch of the Zander about him. <laughs> a touch of the Zandra. Yeah, I think it's strange because they've got very different backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah. But yeah, pointless. So we literally did a run through for the BBC, and I always make the producers play the presenters because some companies hire in presenters to do yeah. run throughs, but yeah. the producers know if there's any hidden little problem with the show or they know if a certain thing happens, yeah. the run is going to be great, then they can make that happen. So I played me, a guy called Tom Blakeson, who now does The Wheel with Michael McIntyre, played Xander.
1: Was there someone who was in your head to be in
2: this role? No, there wasn't actually, which was the interesting thing. So they liked it, they said, listen, let's do it. And then Tom Blakeson himself came up to my desk and just said, the BBC said, we're looking for someone like you, would you be interested in doing it? Uh, it's been such and I thought, a weird yeah. moment in life. Well, your it kind life. of was. And it was, it was lovely. And I thought, I've never ever wanted to be on telly ever ever it just wasn't I really yeah, loved yeah. my job and I loved being behind yeah. the scenes I love being in the gallery because yeah. there's always miniature heroes and celebrations yeah. being passed around and <laughs> people make you oh, a cup sorry, of tea I thought
1: you were genuinely meaning that like yeah. the director's a miniature hero yeah but everyone's there's a mini- script supervisor every, you're, you're, you're every you're, hero's miniature <laughs> <are really laughs> <me,
0: yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I felt <laughs> like yeah. Alex Brooker and Mel B there yeah, yeah great Josh but I've got a really good miniature hero joke I've got one now let's not let that
2: slip but we're going to edit into that you're going to be like Lee Max speed getting into it so I didn't you know, it wasn't something I was interested in but I thought I'll do it because most shows fail you yeah, do stuff yeah, and you put it yeah. out there and I liked the show but I didn't think it was anything like unbelievable and then they got Xander to do it as well but I thought oh, yeah I'll do a series of it and yeah 12 years later I was sort of still doing it but yeah I, well, I didn't seek it out and what in, did in your way. kids think when you said I'm going to be on TV I think they sort of thought Again, because it was quite low impact. Yeah. it was on like BBC Two at sort of two thirty in the afternoon or something. The first series. It's weird that daytime launch. TV, because if that's the
0: only thing you do, mm. you're massively known to a very small percentage, yeah. and then yeah. obviously moved
2: schedules yeah, to BBC and, One on and yeah. that. But the interesting thing is now, because terrestrial TV, as we know, is in a fairly terminal decline, but the ratings of daytime TV is not in a terminal decline. Mm. So actually, yeah. daytime TV is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. As a sport in comparison to normal entertainment shows. Yeah. Suddenly, you know, daytime TV Shit. is sort of this behemoth. You're okay, you're doing podcasts. You yeah. <laughs> I think we'll <laughs> be all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've already pivoted away from terrestrial TV, yeah. which is what people have to do. And so
1: then Pointless kind of blew up. It kind of blew up around the same time we were getting on TV. Yeah. It was, we were on a lot of the same kind of panel shows and stuff. Because I remember you coming to Edinburgh with your kids and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You brought your son to see me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. About
1: and 15 did they? Or yeah. yeah, yeah. They saw all
2: sorts, which is great. Did you
1: get to take <laughs> them to loads of... Do you get lots of perks from
2: that kind of No, situation? not really. Well, the interesting thing was so that I always took the kids to Edinburgh from when they were kind of seven or eight. Yeah. And if you've got kids at home, other than the expense, it's much more expensive now, but there's so much good stuff there. And you suddenly realise, oh, that's what the street theatre is for as well. Yeah. Because you're yeah. sort of trying to walk up and down, you know, the Royal Mile. And the kids are going, right, I'm so sorry but there's Somebody on a unicycle <laughs> and they're juggling... Dad, I think this might be the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, And he's saying stuff to the crowd. He just pulled a guy out of the crowd and he has put a lit torch in the guy's mouth. I have, like, Listen, all I've seen in my life is Teletubbies. I'm now seeing this. My mind is blown. Anyway, we'd always take yeah. him there. Like, we went one year and my son must have been six or seven and we went to see the amazing Bubble Man. And he got my son up on stage and he put my son inside a bubble. <laughs> but, you know, good luck David O'Doherty beating that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I take him every year and then as they get a bit older, there's certain comics you can take yeah. them to see, which is certain comics you know are going to be Boy, l- brown. a little bit cleaner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, chubby brown. And then, yeah, as they got sort of 15 or so, they could go and see anyone. The fame thing wasn't Good, but having been a producer for so many years and knowing loads of the comics, mm. you know they're not going to pick on you. Yeah, yeah Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. that's the best thing. You know if you turn up a tiny bit late and you sit on the end, no one's going to mind. So that's the lovely thing. So they've always been quite involved in the comedy community and they know people. No, it's great. And another great thing about kids getting older is you watch better stuff, right? Yeah. There's better TV, better films, and you can just go and see great comics yeah. with your kids. And that's my kids are both. Neither of them love sport. Oh, really? That must be weird for you. But they both love comedy. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you go one way or the other. I take that, yeah, that'll do me. So, yeah, we've always had fun. They've been to see both of you boys in their teenage years. They have a favourite? Oh, no. No, I don't know. <laughs> and that man is the bubble man. <laughs> <laughs> they still love him. I feel like you're quite a cool dad in that sense. Mm, I mean, cool would be pushing it, but OK. Yeah, I mean, nice. that's he's coming from Josh Widdicombe, though. So oh, yeah that's, yeah, that's too. <laughs> Yeah, You live in London, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I've seen him. He's got a car, this guy. <laughs>
1: I've seen him driving down the road. Do you know what? It's good you didn't do the voices for your book. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm not cool, no. now.
1: No, do you like go to them, oh, you should watch this, or you...
2: Like... Yeah, it was great to sort of introduce them to things, but I never sort of introduced them in that way of saying oh, this is like some of the comedy canon, you must watch this because it's really important. What I did was thinking, this is a great opportunity for me to be able to watch something that I like. Yeah. yeah, I always remember the show that was absolutely in the sweet spot as they were getting a little bit older was TV Burp. Oh, Oh, oh yeah, so good. And you were just thinking, I'm watching brilliant comedy, genuinely brilliantly crafted comedy. They are absolutely loving it. Yeah. It's rare that I a show like that good comes At the about? moment,
0: Stephen Mulhern's in for a penny oh, I bet it is, on yeah. ITV. That's so that? good. He basically yeah. hangs around like piers or shops or busy high streets and gets random people in the street and goes like, right, if you do this challenge, I'll give you a tenner or 20 quid. And it'll be like trying to stack up one piece on your arm oh, and yeah. catch them. Silly little games yeah, like yeah. that. And then he absolutely mugs them off. Like, he'd just come over and go, you right. right, you've been on a holiday? And then someone's, like, fake turned like up and yeah. just ruins them and just so... He's oh, actually what? quite mean, to, but he's so charming. He's good, yeah, he's very charming, He's really good, he? and the kids love that. I was going to say, whatsoever. but that's
2: the thing. If you can watch something, your kids are laughing yeah. as well. You think... Harry Hill, God bless you. Thank you so oh, much. Done, Harry's one thank, of the best. Thank you for everything that you did.
0: Well, your kids getting older and stuff like that. I know you say like it gets easier because there's yeah. not as much. I mean, personally, if my seven year old could drive, I don't think I'd ever see her. She's absolutely fine, fine on her own. She'll just, just give you lifts as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, as I've got older, I've had to come to you with like for like, advice, but like grown up life advice as opposed to like teenage stuff. Cause I, and I'll show out this as well, but like you're very measured and present. Mm. And it feels like you maybe got your head right before any TV or fame came yeah, and came, you knew exactly who you were and exactly how you operate under most stresses yeah. And before I, you had any sort of attention.
2: I think I'm quite good at work advice because I knew how to build a career and, and my daughter, who's slightly older and slightly further advanced in her career, and she's going through interesting things, like she was negotiating a pay rise. She was like, I feel like maybe I should ask, but I don't know how so that to me is like great I sat down for half an hour and said well this is how you ask the easiest thing in the world how do you do that by the way how do you ask for a pay rise listen, who's your agent remind me
1: (laughs) 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 well they've done it for me I just thought like I never if you worked in like a normal job and had to go to your boss to ask for a pay rise I was terrible at when I was doing 10 minute spots and people would go you do the 10 minute spot you smash it that bit obviously that was fine and then (laughs) and then you ask for 20 minutes I would never be able to ask for the 20. I'd never yeah, go, yeah. get me back and I'll open this. I'd go, yeah, I'll do another 10 minutes. Yeah, in six months' time. Great.
2: It's tricky. But money, I always thought, and again, it's something I wasn't born with, but you learn, the first time I really worked it out, firstly, I wanted to leave the company I was with. It's a terrible, terrible place. But at the same time, I didn't want to upset them. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I had an offer from Hat Trick, was one of the big comedy companies. Yeah. And let's say the offer was 25 grand or whatever yeah. it was at the time. So I had to leave this company. I said, here's the problem. Hat Trick offered me 40 grand, so I want to stay, but I can't. I have to go. And they went, I will give you 40 grand. You know, I thought, oh, will you? Oh, you know what? You get that quiet. Yeah. (laughs) But when you're talking to someone from HR or wherever it is, essentially, they're going to leave that room with the money or you are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's all. If you want an extra thousand pound a year, either you're going to walk out of the room with that thousand pound a year or they're going to walk out with that thousand pound a year. And they only have one job, which is to walk out with that £1,000 mm. a year, right? This feels literally... like you're
1: pitching one of your daytime TV no, 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 no. Yes. So, <laughs> Right, okay. I've got yeah, it, yeah.
2: Sue Perkins is We've got 14, we've got 14 right? boxes. Right? <laughs> and so the key thing to remember is never anything personal. If you ask for too much, you will see a look in their eyes that yeah. says, oh, maybe I shouldn't have asked for that. But essentially, their job is to not give it to you, but there's nothing personal. But at the yeah. same time, if you just say, well, then I might have to look elsewhere. Yeah. And then look in their eyes and just check that that's okay of course they're allowed to give you it yeah Yeah. they can't give it to everybody that's the point if everyone walked in and did the same thing you wouldn't get the pay rise but if it's just you yeah I
1: bet you've got such a good phone contract I bet you're (laughs) one
2: of of those people I don't know (laughs) maybe I find it's a slight mystery to me yeah you know that's always I always make it their problem that's how to get a pay rise and
0: also your career you've almost had like three careers essentially because you had the pointless years
2: (laughs) it sounds like you were just drinking (laughs) yeah (laughs) We had, can I just yeah, do a no. sidebar? There's a lovely wardrobe woman I work with called Sharon. And Sharon had someone to stay in her spare room. And the person who was staying in Sharon's spare room for like a month went up to another friend and said, Is Sharon okay? And they're like, Yeah, I think she's okay. I think she's all right. And they're going, well, Why? She said, Well, I'm in her spare room. And on her daily planner, like six days a week, it just says pointless. And, <laughs> and, 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 and the other day, it says total wipeout. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that is good. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So this
0: is what I love about you. I'm bigging him up, but he's still putting a great funny joke in the middle. <laughs> you did Pointless those sort of 10 years of that, then you finished yep. Pointless and then the books have taken off like yeah. insanely. But actually more interesting really, I think is the beginnings of yeah. you, you went from sort of very sort of humble working class beginnings to get yourself into Cambridge.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then you yeah. studied
0: at Cambridge, then left Cambridge, and you didn't just have a couple of TV producer jobs. You worked up to be one of the head honchos at Endermole, which yeah. is a huge worldwide company. Your story, before Pointless
2: and the books was pretty remarkable and how you got there. Remarkable's one of the companies. That is yeah. one of the companies, yeah. <laughs> there's one of the companies. Yeah, I sort of felt that by the age of 40, i, I that's the bit of my career I'm proudest of in some mm. ways because I built this thing and I sort of thought that was my life's work. So everything afterwards, it's been a weird sort of series of twists afterwards. But yeah, I, I love telly. And so it's one of those things where I walked into an industry where not a huge amount of people did love telly. Mm. There was lots of sort of public school kids who got jobs because they knew people and they didn't really watch what, Normal people watch, and I did, yeah. always did do. And so it was sort of, I mean, easy is not the right word, but I was pushing an open door. Yeah. Because I knew what I love to watch. I love thinking of ideas. I sort of roughly know what people will like to watch because. If I like it, then Mm. other people do. And I had lots and lots and lots of failures, of course. But it was a great career, and those were the glory days of independent TV as well, the 90s and the 2000s, where there was money sloshing about. Everything was sort of well-funded. If you had a big hit show around the world, you could really, really make money. You know, Millionaire Mm. and Big Brother and Weakest Link and these shows could really, really make money, which is not the case anymore. So, yeah, I think I was lucky to be interested in something that was really monetizable and just... Mm. I never had to sort of go, no, I'm going to do an extra two hours because I really want to make money. I did another two hours because you're you sitting it. in a recording studio, right? And it's fun to make telly.
0: And what stays your career when your kids arrive? Because obviously that is a big, stressful, yeah, yeah, busy yeah. job. And then boom, there's two kids, two under two almost. Yeah,
2: exactly. Funny enough, I was at Hattrick. I had a panel show called If I Ruled the World, Clive Anderson. Yeah. And I'd just <laughs> yeah. done it a sitcom called Boys Unlimited with James Corden. So I just had those two things at the same time. So I was starting to make money for the first time ever. So the kids arrived just then. So really financially, it it sort of happened at quite a good time. And TV was probably, you didn't have to work quite as hard. You got that extra grand, you were on 12 grand a year. Yeah, I was on 12 grand, which is uh, (laughs) 12 and a half because I'm (laughs) negotiator. So, yeah, it was one of those things I'd never, ever, ever had money. But also, you could buy a house back in those days. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We bought our first house for 140 grand, and it was a nice two-bed kind of... But it was like, you could buy it, you know? I have no idea how people are buying houses anymore. Yeah. I certainly couldn't have done. But, yeah, so they came along at... I was, like, 27, so none of my friends were having kids. Yeah.
1: What was that like socially?
2: Yeah, I would rather my friends were having kids at the same time. Yeah. I would say that, because it sort of shares the burden but that's why people encourage you to have kids yeah if anyone's out there thinking i don't know if i should have kids and all their friends go do you know what i think it would really complete you (laughs) i I think you'd make a great dad you know what they're essentially saying is my life is hell yeah Come and join and me. Come and join me on the lifeboat. All I need is company. I need people in the trenches with me. Exactly. Yeah. I need someone I can drop my kid off every now and again, <laughs> yeah. just because they've gotten so well, don't they, our kids? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not as well as us, but we have to put up with it because we're mates. We went to see Barbie the other day, and you know when you see someone's facial expression, it brings everything back. So we go to see Barbie, and this woman with her daughter, and then this dad comes along with his daughter. And the daughters know each other and they've gone hey, hey, hey. and the guy's going so yeah i'll come back in like what sort of two and a half hours or something she's going oh i'll take them for lunch afterwards as well and he's going oh great so maybe i'll come back at like four or something pick them up and the mom's going yeah yeah and the dad's going okay but the look on his face was like sweet <laughs> oh, I managed oh, oh my god four o'clock yeah four thirty five ish. Oh, yeah <laughs> Well, actually, weirdly enough, I've got her overnight bag
0: if she wasn't a sleepover.
2: (laughs) 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 But I remember that feeling so well. Oh, you're going to take charge? Oh, great. you take responsibility for my kids for a little bit. Oh, my God, have a sleep. We're at the stage now, and Josh is a little bit behind
0: because he's got the younger ones, but they're becoming like sleepovers, friends coming over, and then also the oh she said this he did that all that stuff it's like complete bollocks but it means a lot to them at that point how did you because you're very matter of fact and very chilled and stuff like that did you
2: just sort of ignore it and let them get on with it or was you no you have to it's so important to them Mm, it's their whole world what someone said at school it's like if you've just done a show and someone was horrible to you yeah it's like it's really hang on let me try yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, i think i think i've done it See, one was just bullying you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, but you know it's incredibly important. Your career is important, right? Yes. Yeah. If you're thinking, oh, we've got to do this tour, but actually I want to do these venues, not these venues. And actually if there's any way we can get the prices, and it's a huge thing for you and yeah. you're ringing an agent yeah. and you're talking to your mates. I mean, that's meaningless as well. Yeah. It's just you are you in this moment yeah. and they are them in that moment. And so the thing that just happened at school is incredibly powerful. Yeah. yeah. So you just have to listen. Yeah. That's all you have to do and very rarely give advice because, you know... You can't so, solve it for them. Yeah, yeah, you can never solve it. Also, the answer is, it doesn't matter yeah. almost always because the answer to any of your problems is it doesn't matter usually. And when there is a big problem, then you know it's a big problem and you deal with it together. But yeah, most of the things that happen to all of us are just we're obsessed with our own lives, right? And kids are just massive narcissists. Yeah. They? <laughs> because they don't know any yeah. better.
0: And that's the only yeah. thing that's going on is they're like, they haven't got yeah. anything else to plan or worry about. All people are sort of ruled by their own ego of like, well, they said that and they shouldn't say that to me. Yeah. yeah. Even grown ups hear them go, which well, is the
2: principle of it. The principal here, <laughs> but it's like if you you know when you're your age and you're going, I can't believe that Declan Rice did this. And he, you know, I don't know why he's playing at the centre of the midfield. <laughs> he should be doing that. And that's because you know who Declan Rice is. But they don't, all they know are their teachers, yeah, yeah, and the other kids in their class. And like occasionally there'll be like a kid in the year above, and they'll be like there's yeah. a kid in the, who was the, literally the most famous person yeah. in the world to your kid yeah I like, oh, when the we was going famous. on
0: holiday there was a guy oh my god it's so and so from year 6 and then like, year 3 and 1 and I was like oh and I go oh, go and say hello like, oh, I can't say hello They're older
2: oh, no. it's it like Brad Pitt's just walked in and, you know, yeah. you'd know, still be a bit oh I can't go and say yeah but yeah. Um, just like that for kids isn't it their idea of fame yeah that? it's mad isn't it yeah. you're a fan of McFly aren't you yeah very much so and McBusted <laughs> was that through your kids no, <laughs> is the truth. Okay. Uh, no, I, like, I I think they are genuinely brilliant songwriters. I think they're very talented boys. Which, both of them are McFly. McFly. McFly and Busted. James Bourne from James Busted. James Bourne, who is a brilliant songwriter, yeah, yeah. Matt Willis, Charlie Simpson. They were all great songwriters. Yeah, yeah. Like all those boys, whenever they do a reality show, Tom Fletcher, yeah. Harry yeah. Judd, Dougie, Danny, they always turn up and do it yeah. properly. Right, they are class acts, yes. all of them. Their music is great. I think it always has been. They now how to write songs. Yeah, I love McFly. I once took the kids to see McFly up in Leicester Square. There was a Saturday morning show called TMI.
0: Yeah, uh, I remember and
2: it. it was Sam and Mark and lovely Caroline Flack, who and you and I'd been working with. So she invited us along. And McFly were on. And you can still hear, it. I saw a clip of it years ago. They play, and then I think it's Dougie Pointer drops his trousers to show his boxer shorts. And all you hear is my boy, who's about six years old, going, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they got to be on telly, actually. There was a game they used to play. Oh, really? where, yeah, yeah, so they got to be on telly. So, you know, that sort of thing's fun. No, I love McFly, but certainly that comes from me, not from them. That's
1: your special power, as you said with TV, is that there's loads of people in these industries that have a kind of disregard for popular yeah. tv yeah. popular music and a sniffy and they'll maybe go i'll make this show that these other people yeah, will enjoy yeah, exactly. but you've got popular tastes yeah. in television and in yeah. books as well and when you start your pop punk band yeah in, in, in music so well. do you think that is one of the things that's helped with your success because
2: yeah, you can't ever do anything cynically is the truth one yeah. of the lovely things about being a stand-up by and large when you really, really make it is when you've got your voice, right? And Rob, you had yours very, very early on. You came almost fully formed, which is interesting. Josh, I saw less of your very early work. But when you really go, oh, no, hold on, I'm being myself, but also I'm coming at an angle, and suddenly the material flows, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it comes from a place of truth. You're not having to go, oh, but what would be a joke about that? Yeah. What's yeah, something funny I could say about that? If you just go, this is something that I think.
0: On Not the Week, for example, I literally didn't really know much or care. Yeah, yeah. As you get older, you get more into politics, and they was talking about like, austerity and all that. And I genuinely thought he was a French politician. And that was like a joke on it and stuff. But I was thought what gave me an angle was I was just yeah. brutally being, well, yeah. this is what I think of this. But sometimes you're under pressure to go, oh God, maybe I should have an opinion on it, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the other
1: guys haven't. I vividly remember one where it was small ads. Oh, uh, right. I don't remember what my one was, but I remember thinking, I have to get down first because everyone's going to yeah, do yeah. this. And I remember you were on it, and I remember racing down to do the first <laughs> one. <laughs> it makes you itchy. It, it being met with silence like you've never heard. Wow. It, you know, like floating through
2: space. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> And then I just remember walking back, and I vividly remember looking at you, and you
2: just pissing yourself laughing. Right? And now look at you both. No, that's it the was only awful. round on that show I could do because that's a writer's round. Yeah, yeah. Right? And a performer's like, like Hugh,
0: what they expect Hugh you to do? A, 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 a one-man yeah, yeah. Hugh could do a one-man play yeah, yeah, yeah. from one line, and then
1: I've got it, nothing. I'm <laughs> like yeah. you doing your audio book. <laughs>
2: But yeah, you could do that show on both sides. Easily. They asked me on what the week actually, but that to me is a performance show. Yep. That isn't a show where you can just come on as a civilian, which is what I am. Mm. Thank you so much for coming on, Richard. Pleasure. Gotcha. Good luck with your next book. Thank 14th you. of September. Yes, 14th of September, The Last Devil to Die. I think it's good. Thursday this, Murder Club.
1: Where would you rank it in the Thursday Murder Clubs?
2: Chronologically, I'd rank it fourth. Yeah. Yep. As no, traditionalist trick- People, like by and large... Like them more and more as they go on, but I think sometimes that's because they like the characters. It's like with TV shows, you go, Oh, it really hit its stride in yeah, series yeah, three. Yeah. No, you just you're working well, on I mean, they trust the... the characters now, so you just exactly. set up more we'll get on with it. Yeah. I don't
1: know whether you're allowed to say, Are you going to keep doing them? How does it work?
2: Yeah, I'm doing a new series now. So I've just started yep. a brand new one. Um, totally
1: different to these Totally ones. different. Um, a wizard's still, child yeah, but <laughs> <score. yeah>, Exactly.
2: <laughs> I think you're going to like it. Yeah, I mean, uh, a little hairy beast that yeah. lives in the woods. <laughs> exactly. No, it's about Julia Donaldson's tiny house. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a brand new series, but I'm going to do some more Thursday Murder Clubs as Amazing. well. They're not finished, but I'm having a year doing something else. Lovely. Nice. Lovely.
1: What point with the Thursday Murder Club,
2: what point did you go, oh my God, this is something else now it started big which was good but I, I slightly think oh maybe it will because i'm on telly and yeah uh, over here so maybe but it started bigger than we thought did well for about four or five weeks and then it started going even further up which was amazing and then it got to christmas and it went absolutely bananas i mean Sorry. mental which was really lovely. And, you know, from a, the world I'm from, I know what a hit is and I know what a flop yeah. is because I've had both. And so that's when I thought, oh, okay, this is... We're in here. There's something... We're in it. Yeah, and it's selling in America and Germany and all yeah. these. So I thought, oh, okay, which is obviously they don't know who I am. So almost, I mean, within a month, yeah, I yeah. thought, oh, okay, this is going to be a fun ride.
0: There is a final question we end on. Yes. But it's more about, because you're separated from your, the mother of your kids. Yes. But the question's normally about the best things they do, parenting and the worst. But I don't yes. know if you're open for that, chat. It doesn't <laughs> seem appropriate, mate.
1: Fair enough. Thank yeah. you very much, Richard. <laughs> best ending we've ever had, in a way. <laughs> that was Richard Osman. See you Tuesday. Um, do you not want to talk about Richard Osman and what a great... I love Richard Osman, but Rob... I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I'm doing the sixteen eight, and I'm twenty five minutes from being able to eat again. That's why you're so grouchy. I'm not grouchy. You are. You're not right. I knew it was something. You're doing six. You don't need to lose
0: weight. No, it's a health here.
1: thing as well. It's a Is health it? thing as well. What? Well, I'll tell. Do you know what, Rob? Yeah, I'll tell you about this on Tuesday. Tell me about your health thing on
0: Tuesday, and um, let's just say go and buy Richard Osman's bloody book. Cause he probably needs it. He needs it. Tell you what, let's do let's do reverse promo. Don't buy his book. Everyone's buying it. Buy ours. A class act, Parent in Hell, and Neighbours twice a day. Buy them. Do it. And why not? Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Fuck it. It's a good one, isn't it? (laughs) Right. See you later. Bye. (laughs)